You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Buffalo Bills tight end Dawson Knox with a lot of great things to say about the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it will be a fascinating game to say the least. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Let's start with latest line movements. We'll begin with the Steelers and the Bills. It opened at 9.5. Now the Steelers are 10-point dogs. But the real headline in this game, the total is plummeting, just like the temperature will be out in Buffalo. It started at 43, and it's now down to 35.5. Name your favorite winter storm motion picture, and that's exactly what the field conditions will be for this playoff game. And it's looking like it's not going to be as bad as we were hearing a couple days ago, right? Mm -hmm. It's still going to be bad with the sustained winds expected to be 15 to 20 miles per hour, gust 30. But over the weekend, we were hearing that it was going to be even worse. So, like, what's the floor? What's the floor in this total? I'm sure some people are looking at it and saying, hey, I don't mind because Pittsburgh could do absolutely nothing. Right. They're just going to run the ball. Everybody knows they're going to run the ball. And, you know, on the Buffalo side, too. Yeah, they've uh, they've been more stubborn and they've been sticking with the run game a lot more with Brady. Maybe that's McDermott's call. I have a hunch that it is. But if Pittsburgh knows you're going to run, maybe that that Watt Watt absence isn't going to be as bad if you're able to be predictable. Clock keeps on ticking. So um, maybe it's just going to be a very low scoring game in general. Yeah, I, gosh, this is a tough one. I mean, Mason Rudolph, here we are. I mean, the big joke was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and now it's January 9th, and this guy, can he keep it up? But the Tomlin no. factor is intriguing. <laughs> I know. I am i don't think so either. I'm not sure they can win one playoff game. And then, now you've got TJ Watt injured. I don't know how they're going to stay in this. The only thing is the Tomlin factor. Like, will he be able to find a way to keep this game close? Because the Steelers are getting no respect right now. The way this line is moving. I kind of just want to stay away from it at this point. Yeah. Do you think that that Tomlin, there's like a massive coaching advantage in this one? Because I'm not sure I, I necessarily like Tomlin certainly has done great things in his career. No doubt about it. But you sort of play the hand that you're dealt And maybe, I mean, certainly he's more creative football-wise than I am, but I don't know if I necessarily see a coaching advantage as far as that's concerned, where the Bills will be ill-prepared for whatever's thrown their direction. 
don't think they'll be ill-prepared, but could the Steelers keep it within 10 points? Possibly. I mean, Josh Allen throws some interceptions. Maybe there is uh, opportunity for them to keep it close. I- I'm not really sure. I'm not interested in betting it right now. Tom was terrific. I'll take him on my team to be my head coach in a moment. But it's funny with certain guys, and I think uh, Tomlin falls into this, like when they they pull off an upset or so, some sort of a goal, they hit a number, like a winning record again, right? Like people were like, it's finally going to happen. They're going to have a losing season. Then they win three games at the end. He ends up having a winning season. Uh, when it's positive stuff, most people give Tomlin all the credit. But was anybody saying it's Tomlin's fault when they lost three straight against pretty mediocre teams in Arizona, New England, Indianapolis? Nobody was putting any of that on top. Oh, it's the quarterbacks. Like he he's reached a status where he doesn't get any of the blame. People were definitely giving him the blame. They were even saying he's going to be on another team. He's lost the locker room. I I thought that was silly. I didn't I didn't think that was like real. I don't know. But. Here we are, and they, and they came back and they won. So good on them, even though one of the games, the other team wasn't trying. Uh, there's mm-hmm. that too. But, yeah, coaching edge, I don't see it. Like, what part of the coaching is the offensive coordinator for the Steelers. Like, that's part of the coaching conversation. And Brady has a massive edge over the Steelers. You know, what's interesting to me when we're talking about why the Steelers have any buzz whatsoever and why we're even talking about Mike Tomlin figuring something out is you look at the last three games for Pittsburgh, you know, Najee Harris has the fourth most rushing yards over expected 72 carries, 312 yards, four touchdowns. They've also had the number one rushing defense in terms of allowing rushes to go over expected. And then there's the Jalen Warren factor in terms of, you know, his limited workload still being uber efficient. And I wonder, having the run and containing the run that's why we're looking at Pittsburgh very differently and why some are even saying they are quasi dangerous especially in these kinds of conditions where maybe Buffalo's passing game is nullified a little bit because you really in those conditions don't want to throw beyond 10 air yards I wonder if that's why the buzz exists and that's all fine and dandy but that's not sustainable throughout the course of a playoff run and it may not be sustainable in this first game against a really good Bills team. You have to be able to pass the ball, and you have to be able to contain the pass, and I just don't know if I trust either of those dimensions. Yeah. What, what short passing game do you like more? I think it's pretty obvious, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's probably going to replay. <laughs> that's going to supplement the run game. That's what we're going to see a lot of uh, in, in that one, so that, that would be worrisome. And, you know, the Bills' defense has been better. Um, I, I want to see the status of Rasul Douglas and, you know, we, we get these, this is a Sunday game, but with the Saturday games, we're going to start to get those injury reports today, which will, it will be interesting. I'm sure, sure it'll throw markets haywire because everything does look, we're, we're sitting here on Tuesday morning and the majority of these games, just point spreads all over the place, really all over the place. And I think it's pretty interesting. Like, when does it, when do we get to a point where it settles in? Or does it just never? Like, any bit of info out there, any sort of a tweet by a newsmaker, where it's just going to move markets, it feels like. We're, we're seeing more movement now than ever before. Do you suppose that's because there's more condensed activity, because there are fewer games, and so maybe these lines are more volatile because more people are betting on fewer things? possibly but didn't we see this all season too 
like just the movement every single day with the, mm-hmm. the number of games. Um, but we still know that early on in the week, it's typically the smarter money. And then the majority of betters come in over the weekend. So I, I always keep that in mind when I see these early moves. I think this is a tough one for me. I don't have a strong it opinion is. yet on betting it. Side or total, it's difficult uh, for sure. Yeah, no, I, I, it is. And, and I'm also remembering like that Bills Patriots playoff game, the perfect game for Buffalo when there were no punts or anything like that. I mean, they what had 47 points. Like, can this offense replicate that kind of production? Maybe not to that extent, but they're still mighty, mighty good. And it wouldn't take a whole lot to get to 36. So that's why like this total is really tricky to me. Like, I hope it continues to plummet because I am definitely going to take the over at some point. But I don't know if I'm quite mm. there just yet. Like, maybe my breaking point is 33, 33 and a half. And then when it hits that, or if it hits that, then I think I'm going to go with the over. I think that's probably how I'm going to uh, handle that one. Uh, how about we move on now to the Browns, uh, opening as one and a half point favorites. Now it's at two and a half against the Texans with a total of 44. I have to believe that line movement is uh, due in part to more and more respect that we are having for Joe Flacco and company, right? Part of it. And uh, the other part is looking at the Texan side, the inexperience. Mm-hmm. That's a popular bet. We're going to talk about that during Trend or Truth. But uh, there are also a number of threes already there. We popped at one and a half, and now we're getting threes. So that's why we had that conversation yesterday that if you do like Cleveland, maybe you want to bet it right now. Um, guys, I, th- I think this is going to close three everywhere. So it- – if you do like Cleveland, there are some two and a halfs available. Like I just mentioned, I bet MGM. I, I would bet this thing now. Yeah, and then we talked about the veteran quarterback versus the rookie in this one. And with how good the Browns defense is, like they just need to be like average or a little better than average offensively. And I think Flacco does provide that for them. So I could see, you know like we talked about yesterday, just betting the Browns. I have futures on both, so I don't know what I'll do with this game. <laughs> One's going to lose what? nothing. I would do nothing, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Just sit back, Probably put your feet up. Get, One's going to lose, breeze. one's going to win. Yeah. I'd love to yeah. see the Texans win outright um, from a fan perspective, but I don't know if I can get there from a betting perspective. See, I, I would rather have cool Cleveland too. win. If I were you, I'd rather have Cleveland because you, you've got the higher ceiling this year. Yeah. Like, what's the, the ceiling defense. this year for Houston? Winning a playoff game is massive for that organization. But like, are they going to go on a sort of a run where they can go to Baltimore and win? No. Are they going to get there? No, probably not. So that's the that's the tough part there. I, I would be rooting for Cleveland if I'm you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. 
And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, the, the variance is such to where the Browns can show us a good bit more, especially with that defense. And it's kind of the argument I've made before, where if this is a year where a defense, a massively dominant defense does win it all, then it would be Cleveland. And maybe that's a possibility. Mm -hmm. And we have seen Joe Flacco go on a playoff run before. However, that was a long time ago uh, in a galaxy far, far away. So maybe we shouldn't necessarily expect that to happen again. I probably want some better numbers if I am going to back that idea, which I'm currently not. Uh, But at the Mm -hmm. same time, you look at the Texan side, at least in this game, I definitely uh, back the idea. If you're going to take the Browns, go ahead and do it right now because we could get to a three. Completely agree with that. I I still keep going back to this, and I know it's kind of burned me a couple of times, but rookie quarterbacks don't win Super Bowls for a reason. And this whole thing is brand new, and it's been super impressive, but especially if they're also dealing with wide receiver injuries, that's just not enough for me to believe that once you get to playoff football, which is different then you're going to be completely ready and you're going to shock the world. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Such is life. Where you want... Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Can we hit Green Bay Dallas? Let's do it. There are eights. There are eights now, guys. Like, this is all Cowboys money. Early, respected Cowboys money. Went from seven to seven and a half. The total's been going up. We're at 51 now. There's a couple 51s this week. Another NFC matchup. So maybe we we end up having some shootouts wow. over in that conference, but wow, just to see like the Nugget, the win, they go to eight already. Like boy, there's a lot of support for the Cowboys, and I understand it. Man, Do you understand I just hope it, the Aaron? Cowboys overlook this Packers team and somehow find a way to mess this up. But... Overlook the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's going to be tough. Wait, wait, we have a game this weekend? Who's next? (laughs) Who's next? Who's after the Packers? Um, But, yeah, Jordan Love is playing some good football, but it is – it is tough. It's been a cool story, but much like the Texans, I don't think this is their year. Like, it's, I think, impressive that they got here, and Jordan Love has slowly and quietly improved throughout the season, but I don't expect the Packers to do a whole lot in the playoffs. One book has posted uh, CD Lamb yards. Any guesses? 95. 95. 97 and a half to start the Look week. Look at that. Where's it going to close? 101? <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. 101, probably. Probably. Yeah. Like 100 isn't a significant number, but maybe like from a betting psychological perspective, it is. Like I suppose I could understand that. Uh, but even though this has gone from seven to seven and a half to eight, is this still a teaser leg? Because definitely I think the Cowboys are winning this game, no doubt. Maybe they look unimpressive doing so, but I would not mind taking that as a teaser leg if I'm pairing it with something that I'm attracted to. I, I, I still need to debate which one it is, but I don't think this is a bad teaser leg at all. Yeah, but it's the high total. That's the scary part. Like, mm-hmm. Love should be able to score some. That worries me. So it may not make any sense. I'm considering Dallas, but if it's going to be a close game and I'm not going to cover that if I get there, 
well, I'm going to be rooting for Green Bay because I want the chaos because I, I want to see the McCarthy firing or all that chatter. So, like, I don't I don't want Dallas to barely win in that situation. So I'm probably not going to be doing it. Plus, I, I can't tease games in the 50s. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just out of the principle of the matter. No, I understand that. That's yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm I mean, still I'm debating, not. and what I want to pair it with, I don't know yet. If I want to pair it with anyone. Like the Eagles-Bucks, for instance, like that's been steady at two and a half. Do? Yeah. But, yeah, like, I mean, both offenses are very volatile. Like, one could implode on us. Like, or, you know, experience some kind of self-immolation where, like, they're on fire. This, this could happen in that game. So the obvious ones right now are Houston, Tampa Bay, and there's blowout mm-hmm. factor in both games. Yes. So I'm probably not going to do it. That's fair. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're even though they are the playoffs and we want to believe that all these teams are really good and they're going to be really exciting in terms of the chess matches, doesn't always work out that way. We've seen blowouts mm-hmm. many, many times in the playoffs just because, like, at some point, some years, these things can get top-heavy. Oh, and by the way, one more that moved yesterday. We're seeing fours in Kansas City. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's a lot of people fading the Dolphins going into this weekend, and I understand it. it's supposed to be zero degrees at Arrowhead for that one. In the words of Ezekiel Elliott, this sucks. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board right here on the BetQL Network.